EO Fire 1187. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, text Journal to 33444 and ignite. What if your customers could pay every way? Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, just to name a few. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. Looking for an easy way to meet with your team minus the hassle? Visit gotomeeting.com and click that try it free button for your free 30-day trial. That's gotomeeting.com. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Eric Zimmer. Eric, are you prepared to ignite? Of course. Yes. Eric is the host of The One You Feed podcast. The show is named a Best of 2014 podcast by iTunes and one of the best health podcasts of all time by the Huffington Post. He's been involved in many successful startup companies in the software and clean energy industries, and he also founded Tipping Point Renewable Energy in 2008. Eric, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. Sure. I've been, as the interest states, I've been involved in entrepreneurship and software startup companies really for the last probably 20 years now. About six and a half years ago, I got interested in clean energy and uh, on a spur of a moment started a solar energy company, which was a, a very interesting endeavor. I learned a lot from doing that. And then about two years ago now, almost exactly, I started the One You Feed podcast, which has been a great, has been just, I love doing it. It's been so fun. And so that's kind of me, you know, professionally. I'm a generalist as far as my skill set. I'm not really any one particular thing. I've worked in startups, which means you do a little bit of everything um, from, you know, understanding the technical details to being able to sell and understanding the numbers to kind of everything. So I'm a, I'm a definite generalist for sure. In my personal life, uh, I have three dogs that I love. I play guitar. Um, I make a podcast with my best friend. So things are good. Things are great. And, you know, a question I'd love to ask you is a lot of podcasts get launched and it's a, it's a very crowded marketplace. I mean, not saying that there's not room for more. I mean, there's always room for a great podcast out there because the listeners are just flocking in every single day. And I just love the direction that podcasting is taken. But can you kind of take a step back and maybe share with Fire Nation? I mean, you've had exceptional success. I mean, your ranking in iTunes is phenomenal. The, you know, you, the fact that you were named a best of 2014 podcast in 2014. You know, I was honored in 2013. It was so cool to see you in 2014. You know, it's just like the success that you just had, you know, has been really exceptional in the podcasting world. What can you point to that? Is there something that you think that is a reason why you are having such just extraordinary success in the podcasting world? I mean, I think there's a few things, uh, and you know, nobody paid me to say this, but I, I, uh, I joined Podcasters Paradise, right? Very, I was probably one of your very first members. You were early, brother. And, and yeah, and that really, you know, what, what really helped me there was that I didn't have to spend a lot of time figuring a lot of sort of mundane things out. 
Um, I could put all my time into what I cared about, which was making the content for the show. Um, and then I think also, you know, as, as everybody who's launching a podcast, you know, the, the grail is to get in a new and noteworthy. And so I knew exactly how to do that. I knew exactly what to do. And, and I, and we did that from there. Some of the success is, um, is, is a bit of luck. iTunes early on found us. Uh, amidst all the other podcasts. Yeah. So who knows what made somebody in the iTunes group choose to listen to this specific one, but they loved it and it resonated with them and uh, they reached out to us and they've been, you know, they've been really helpful ever since, you know, periodic features. And so that had a lot to do with it. Um, beyond that, I think it's, I, I just work on making a show that I, making the show that I wish was out there. And, um, and when I do that, I, I make something that I, I really like and it seems that, you know, enough other people do. You know, when I have to decide between content or marketing, I focus on content. Yeah. And I will say, I think you just nailed it and not everybody does with branding. I mean, the podcast name <laughs> is killer. The podcast logo is phenomenal. It just draws you in. Um, give us a little backstory about that. Like, where did the one you feed come from and, and how do you just nail it with the first swing of the bat? The one you feed is a parable. It's an old parable about, you know, how we all have two wolves inside of us and, you know, the one, you know, one's good, one's bad. The one that wins is the one you feed. And, uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic and addict. So that parable early in my recovery was a huge piece of that, right? I mean, that's, you couldn't say anything that's a lot more, um, you know, very obvious to an addict. Like, right. which of these things am I going to feed, you know? And so I had always known the parable. I don't really remember exactly how the show idea came up but I all of a sudden one day I was like I could do an interview show and I could call it this and uh, I immediately called my best friend who does a lot of audio stuff and he got involved and the logo was another one of those that was kind of I have to say a little bit providential in that I went to 99 designs and I got a bunch of logos and they were all they were decent but then my best friend or not my best friend but another friend of mine who's an artist, just decided to take a run at it. Who's devastated, by the way, that he's not your best friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. He, now he knows. He's like, I want the yeah, logo like, back. what? Once I saw it, I was like, that's it. There, that's was, it. No, there was no question of which one it was. So um, the logo, I think, definitely has helped because it is, you, you kind of, it sort of um, makes you go, what is that? Yeah, so good. Oh, so it just draws you in. I mean, it's something that I definitely show people within Podcasters Paradise. Like, hey, this is an example of what you know a podcast logo should look like. Not like you with your picture, like taking out three quarters of the screen and a brick wall in the background, like this little tiny word that no one can read. Like, this is <laughs> exactly. what a logo should look like. With a crappy clip art mic laying yeah. over the top of oh, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do it all here. <laughs> so, Eric, what I want to do right now is just kind of take a step back and share with Fire Nation. You know, the reality is that we're about in the middle of this 33-day journey that I'm on. And, man, it's been quite a journey. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing 33 people who I really respect in this space and just talking with them about how they've gone to where you or they've gone and specifically today you where you've gone and it hasn't just been all luck and it's definitely been a lot of hard work but it's been really focused hard work because all the successful entrepreneurs that I've interviewed and I've done over 1,200 episodes now know how to set and accomplish goals. That's why I created the Freedom Journal. That's yep. why I'm doing this special 33-day campaign on Kickstarter to get as many people involved with this as possible. So can you take a minute and share why goals are important to you in your life? 
I think goals are really important because it you've got to have a direction for for where you're going. I have to have some vision of where I'm going. And and that's kind of that's kind of the easy part. Like, oh, you know, what I want is a uh you know, a best of a best of 2014 podcast on iTunes. That's what I want. That's that's a goal, but there's not um the key is how do you deconstruct that? into smaller goals or action steps that you can take. So I think it's important to be able to see uh, far out to some extent. But goals, if they're done right, allow you to start walking right that minute. Mm. You know, the goal for it to work, you have to know what the next, the very next step is. And, and so that's why I think they're so important. And like you said, there's so much information coming at us today there's, you know, thousands of podcasts and millions of blogs. I mean, it's just, it never ends. And so a goal can stop some of that flailing, right? If the goal is this thing and you're very clear on what it is, anything that's not right in there, you can comfortably ignore. So one thing that I love that you just shared is that a goal can stop that flailing. But I want to get a little more specific into that and dive into that exact phrase because the reality is it's not any goal can stop you from flailing because, you know, there's so many people that just say, I want to lose weight. And of course, they're never going to accomplish that because it's just, there's there's no goal around that. It doesn't That's hit right. any of the tenets. So these tenets of the goal that will help you stop flailing, Fire Nation, is a SMART goal. It is an acronym, Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So all of those are really important ingredients for obvious reasons, Eric, but can you kind of just take a second Choose one of those that kind of speak to you for any number of reasons and share with Fire Nation why that one specifically is one that you want to talk about. I think I'd start with the first one, specific. Uh, I, I do some coaching work with people one-on-one on helping them um, do a variety of things. And and the specific one is one that comes up so often. You made such a great analogy there, like, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. Um, okay, what does that mean? Or the classic one, and I do this one to myself, I'm going to eat healthier. Ooh, good one. Right? And there's nothing, there's no, I, 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 I have no way to know whether I'm achieving that goal. I don't, what is healthy? What's, right. and I'm, and I'm constantly having to decide every meal. Is this healthy? Was that healthy? Would that be healthy? Whereas if I'm very specific, like I am going to eat X, Y, and Z at lunch every day, that's very specific. And I can tell right away, am I achieving that goal? And I don't, I think the other thing about very specific goals is I think ambiguity is one of the biggest killers of being successful in changing behavior or accomplishing things. I think ambiguity or not knowing exactly how or what to do lies behind a lot of procrastination. So if you get very specific, it's a real weapon against procrastination. Ambiguity lies behind procrastination. I mean, Eric, that should be a tattoo on like 99% of the population. Was it so (laughs) true? Like you're complaining about being a procrastinator. It's probably because you're not being specific with things that you want to do. Because once, as human beings, once we have that target in mind, once we see that goal down the road, it's just natural. It is innate. We are drawn towards it, just like the instincts. You know, we are instinctually drawn towards accomplishing that goal once we've set it the right way, the smart way. So let's kind of move into a story in your journey, Eric. This is any journey, this is any story that you want to share with us along your entrepreneurial journey. Journey, but let's have it involve one that you've set and accomplished a goal. So kind of walk us through that story. What did that look like and how did it make you feel? 
we formed this solar energy company and we were basically a developer of large scale solar projects. So our job was to find a site, find investors, put the whole thing together. And I wanted to do one. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I wanted to do one for the city of Columbus. There was a big project coming up and, um, I really wanted that project. And so we got, you know, sort of like, you know, you're talking about with a, with a specific, you know, a smart goal. We were able to look at what we needed to do to get to a certain point to prepare for that. We knew, um, what we had to do, the amount of time. So we set a real goal to get that work. And the interesting thing is initially we did not get it on the first bid that went in. So it was us and a bunch of people bidding. Someone else beat us by like one point. Mm. Now it turns out they beat us by one point because they promised things that they couldn't do. And once, once we got into the whole thing that came out, so they immediately turned to us and said, well, what can you do? And at that time, the solar industry climate had sort of changed in Ohio with some of the incentives and different things. So we had to get really creative and work with a lot of investors and, and it took a long time. It was a, it was one of those goals that was way harder to do than I thought. But we we kept at it after time, and eventually we got that project done. And I think the satisfaction for me of being able to drive by and see something that that big, that prominent, that is you know something that we did by simply you know staying focused on this is the thing we want is really it's really satisfying. I'm glad you chose that story for a number of reasons. I mean, number one, this is what we're looking to create in Life Fire Nation. I want you to remember the word legacy. And Eric is able to drive by. He's able to see a legacy that he's leaving behind, you know, a way that he's paying it forward. And to be honest with you, that's why I spent so much time, energy, effort, money, and bandwidth, you know, creating the Freedom Journal because I'm looking to leave a legacy. This is evergreen for you, Fire Nation, to be able to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast in 20, 20 or 2120 is going to be as applicable. This is going to be a guide for you to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. So what are you doing like Eric did with that last story that he shared and like I did with the Freedom Journal? Like what is that one thing that you want to leave as a legacy? And the beautiful thing is, hey, set that goal and now make it a smart goal and now have an accountability guide to accomplish that goal in 100 days. Or maybe it's going to take you longer because it's a bigger goal. So you're going to stack up a couple of those back to back, but you need to have that process in place. So Eric, you as an entrepreneur have a lot of strengths and you know we've we've talked about a number of those and we're going to get into one in a second here. What would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Uh, details. Details of things that I don't really care about. Um bookkeeping, um tax law, uh you know, filling out insurance forms. I mean, I just am luckily in a podcast you have almost none of that to do and so I'm pretty happy about that. But that is definitely my weakness is to not be as focused on the very smallest things of 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 what I consider minutia. Any any job in the world you have things that seem important and big and that you have to do and then there's some degree of things that kind of go with the territory and I'm uh, probably more skillful at ignoring the things in that that go in that territory than I should be, mm. which turns out to definitely be a weakness. What would you say your biggest strength is? I think probably the ability to look at situations where there's a lot of data, a lot of different things to do, and pick the most important things out of it. I do some e-commerce consulting work also um, these days occasionally, and 
I think where I get hired largely because I can walk into these very large, complex, crazy projects and I'm able to sort of see what is really, what is the most important thing amongst all the noise. So I think that's probably one of my key strengths. What I want to move into next is the one thing that you're most fired up about right now, Eric. And, you know, I had Jonathan Fields on the podcast about five or six episodes ago, and we had a great talk. And we talked a lot about Camp GLP. And, you know, that was a place <laughs> that you and I got to yep. hang out at and just yep. have a great weekend. And, you know, I got to hear a lot about what you had going on and what your plans were. But, you know, that's, was that, that's, that's well over a year ago now, yeah. a year and a half yeah. ago now. So, I mean, a lot's happened in, in your life and in my life. And with all of that being that, you know, having transpired, what is the one thing that you are most fired up about today? I love doing the podcast. It feeds me over and over and over getting to talk to those people. So I remain very excited about that. Uh, A newer thing is that I mentioned that I had been doing some one-on-one coaching work with people, and I'm sure you went through a similar cycle with this, where all of a sudden it's difficult to scale that. Mm. And there's a lot of people who really want guidance and help who can't afford the steep rates. So I'm working on, you know, I'm working on an online course about, you know, how do you, how do you establish better behaviors? How do you change behavior? Yours is, you know, you're doing something that's very focused on achieving a goal. In order to achieve a goal, there's a lot of little things you have to be able to control your behavior. And so that's what this online course will be about is really how do you, how are you able to effectively set uh, behavior directions and 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 make those changes. And so I'm excited about that because I'm hoping that I'm able to reach, you know, that a lot of the, li- you know, of our listeners are able to get something out of that people who can't uh, necessarily afford the one-on-one work. Right. Yeah. So I went through that exact same process. And when you get to that point, Fire Nation, like you need to look in the mirror and say, hey, how can I leverage my time? How can I scale what I'm doing to reach more people? And I love that you're going through that, Eric, and that's great. How can Fire Nation find out more about the upcoming course and stuff like that? There's not a lot of details on the course right now on the site, but if you go to oneyoufeed.net and you sign up uh, on the email list, you'll definitely hear about it as we make more progress. And uh, there's also a link on there. People, they can take a survey. Probably this is going to be more for people who listen to the show, but if you take the survey, we've got sort of a preview of one of the things that's in the course, which is the five biggest mistakes that people make when trying to change behavior. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fire Nation. Get on that newsletter. You'll be updated and you'll get uh, those goodies that Eric just mentioned. And speaking of goodies, we have a lot of goodies awaiting in the Freedom Round. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Sick of the hassle, time, and money it takes to hold a meeting? We've all been there before, and we know we could be spending our bandwidth in much better ways. But of course, meeting with your clients and coworkers is important, so just meet with them online with GoToMeeting because it's a smarter way to meet. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet anytime, anyplace, because with GoToMeeting, you can meet from any computer, tablet, or smartphone without the hassle, time, and money it takes to travel somewhere. Afraid it'll be too techy for your team? No way. Anyone can join just by clicking a link. No signups required. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days, nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. 
I remember the first dollar I made here at EO Fire. It's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay you. But finding the right payment integrations can be tough, especially when you're serving a worldwide audience. And when it comes to monetizing your business, the last thing you want is trouble accepting online payments. Have customers who don't use credit cards or who would simply prefer to pay another way? Great news. With Braintree, your customers can pay you every way. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. You can even accept payment in over 130 currencies. All it takes is one integration. That means as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get started. So what are you waiting for? To learn more about how your business can grow with Braintree, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. Eric, are you prepared for the Freedom Rounds? I am, I think. (laughs) Why do you feel (laughs) most entrepreneurs fail to set smart goals? A lot of it is people don't know how. You know, I think that 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 is a big one, is that people don't know what, what a smart goal is or how to do it. So I would say that's probably the fundamental piece. And then the other is just the noise. There's a thousand courses to take, books to buy, things to do. But the key is the key is action. So if you set a smart goal, like like you've talked about, that goal, if it's designed right, gives you a place to start immediately on action and gets you out of thinking, analyzing, and debating. So you just mentioned action. What is one action that you take daily that brings you closer to your current goals? I meditate daily, and that's kind of a cliche these days. But I think that's one for me that I that I do daily. And I think the reason is it's not like it makes me this super happy person all the time or makes me blissed out. But what it, what I do think it does is it allows my mind to function a little bit more clearly, and I'm able to get a little bit more space between stimulus and response. And so how that applies to what we're talking about would be, I see an article about something that sounds interesting. There's the stimulus. The usual response is click on it and go. The more I've, the more I've done meditation, the longer that space is where I've got a little bit more time to insert a thought and go, wait, that's not what I'm working on. I'm working on this and I go back to it. So I think that's one for me. How important is accountability when setting goals? I think accountability is one of the biggest things. Um, I, you know, I work with a lot of people one-on-one, as I said, and a lot of them, they kind of know this stuff to some degree. Mm. But sometimes just having somebody to report to, somebody who's in it with you for a little bit, um, can make so much difference. So personal accountability to another person is incredible, can be incredibly important and powerful. And I think it's really a key thing. I encourage people also to have accountability to themselves and, and, by, and doing that by, by tracking what they're doing. I think tracking what you're doing in some form is so important. It's another type of accountability. And I think the more of those types of accountability you can layer on, at least in the beginning, when you're trying to do something that's different from you, the more of those that you can pile on there, your chances of, your chances of success go way up. Is there a book you've read recently that will help Fire Nation in their journey of setting and accomplishing goals? I went back to an old classic, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, about a year ago, and I produced a, a couple a couple short courses on it. That book is really a masterpiece of so much wisdom packed into one book. So I always recommend that one. 
And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Eric, let's end today on Fire Brother with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye www.oneyoufeed.net, oneyoufeed.net. I'm also on Twitter at oneyoufeed. Those are the main places I hang out. Killer. And that parting piece of guidance. Start now. You know, whatever the thing is that you want to do, get started. Because it's hard to see all the way to the end of a lot of things. But if we can find, if we just learn the first couple steps, we can start taking those steps. And it's like being on a path. The further you walk down the path, the further you can see. So I think it's so important to just get in the game. Yeah, I love that because Fire Nation, there are bends in the road and you're not going to be able to see around that bend until you get to that flipping bend. So start on walking. Exactly. And if you wait to know the answer to what's around that bend, you never start. Never start. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with EZ and JLD today, (laughs) so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type in Eric, that's Eric with a C, in the search bar, and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, visit oneufeed.net directly and check him out at oneufeed on Twitter. And Eric, I just want to thank you, man, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. It's been a pleasure. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for entrepreneurial resources, free trainings on how to podcast and host webinars, and so much more. Visit eofire.com and ignite. Ignite.